Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome to Boobies. 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 I'm Joshua. Right. And I'm Caitlin. And we're here to give you a hell of a good time. A hell of a good time. But we're going to raise some hell. We are. We're going to hell. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, today we're going to be talking about Hellraiser. 1987. British supernatural horror film. Directed by Clive Barker and, and written by... by Oh, yeah, produced by, uh, based on Barker's 1986 book, The Hellbound Heart. Hellbound Heart, mm-hmm. which was going to be the original name, but then they said, that sounds a little too lovey-dovey, so mm-hmm. how about no? But it makes sense, because this entire movie is literally The Hellbound Heart. Yes. But the second movie is actually called Hellbound. Yeah. The sequel. Mm-hmm. This. So I thought it was really funny. I was reading about it. And um, it said the studio decided the title sounded too much like a romance and asked Clive Barker to change it. Barker offered sadomasochists from beyond the grave. <laughs> Doesn't <That's cute>. quite <clears throat> have as much of a ring to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it says, which was rejected for the overtly sexual content. He ultimately opened the floor to the production team to offer up their own um, suggestions. Mm-hmm. And apparently prompting a six-year-old female crew member to offer up what a woman will do for a good fuck. <laughs> A six-year-old? A 60. Oh, 60. Yes. I thought you said six-year-old. I was like, damn. What has a six-year-old been through? No. Mm-hmm. Um, no. First words. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So all of that. Um, it's 1987, right? We said that. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cult classic, I would say. I feel like a lot of people nowadays are like, you know, Hellraiser is like one of the, like, like a Freddy like a nightmare, like a Jason, like, you know, who's the other one? Freddie, Jason. Michael. Michael. I'm like missing <laughs> someone there. Someone super important. Our favorite one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know, but like, you know, especially with Pinhead, these are, uh, it's kind of just a very staple. And like, even if people have never seen Hellraiser, you know what Hellraiser is. Yeah, yeah. You've like. seen, yeah. you've at least <clears throat> seen Pinhead. You've seen the mask during Halloween, at like the stores and everything. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. It took six hours, roughly six hours, to apply all the prosthetic makeup wow. for Pinhead. That's, I believe it. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, this whole movie is uh, the special effects, practical effects. The practical effects yeah. are hella good. It's really good, you yeah. know, for 1987. And uh, them basically just doing everything, you know, themselves. Some of um, that was pretty <clears throat> gross. It was, yeah. We um, we even start off with it, kind of, Yeah. in that area. Um, we have Mr. Uh, Frank um, starting us off in the movie. Um, 
Ooh, let me open that. There we go. Because he's buying a box. Yes. Um, and uh, has some very dirty fingernails. Oh God, the fingernails made me want to throw up. <laughs> I don't oh. know how fingernails can get that dirty. That was. I was like, boy, you need to trim your nails and then also get one of those thingies and clean under them. Mm-hmm. Um, the music here was really good. I mm-hmm. thought Christopher Young composed it. Yeah. And um, he's in he's, charge of a lot of music. Yeah, he's done other films such like Sinister. Mm-hmm. Two, Which we covered. I believe, or just Sinister. Mm. I don't know. One of the <coughs> sinister, yeah, yeah, and then also a lot of other films that we've covered. He did The Grudge. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yep, he also did Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. It just came out, mm. so got that's it. That's pretty cool. He's done a lot of big ones, which was fun, and the music I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. It was like haunting and creepy, whimsical, yeah, all at the same time because yes. it is kind of a love story. It you is, know, it, you know, essentially. Yeah. Um, also, he's a fucking. Prick. Yeah, special effects to Bob Keen as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, or shout out to Bob Keen, who is the special effects the makeup. makeup design and all that. Yeah, yeah. It really Which, stuck his foot in it. Because he, I think, I mean, like we were just talking about, it's an iconic look. Mm-hmm. So <coughs> to have done that, I mean, that's a pretty huge deal. That's a legacy. Yep. And so we have Mr. Frank. He's buying a box. What's um, your pleasure, Mr. Cotton? Mm-hmm. From undisclosed person that we don't uh, know his name um or their name but anyways we end up panning to frank uh being in uh, some candles that are set in a square around him they're all lit the way he said take it it's yours it always was was Mm -hmm. very like cryptic yeah and then it makes me think because especially how the ending ends here as well Mm -hmm. with another person yeah i don't know who that was but the next victim yeah it was also was that due to shapeshifter Was he the dragon? The dragon. At the end? The guy who... Is selling the box. Because he could obviously shapeshift into the homeless person. True. So it makes me think that he takes on different forms just to go and retrieve the box and then do it again to someone else. Yeah, possibly. I like that idea. Mm -hmm. I say yes. Um, but yeah, he ends up taking the box. Like you said, he's in the candles. Uh, and he's looks, looking pretty fine. Oh yeah. He's got and a nice body. Light. Got a like, very damn, pretty okay. face. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he ends up, it's basically like a puzzle box, mm-hmm. uh-huh, magical puzzle box. And he does just the right little finger movement on it. And it starts opening up. Just like, um, pussy. Legs. Okay. <laughs> um, and so we have these little blue lights that come out of the box. It's very, that's the one, well. that's the one thing that I don't like about the whole movie yeah. as I think it could have done without the little electrical blue. And it, wanted light. Have, um, <clears throat> it wouldn't have dated it. As yeah. Much. That's I true. It could have gone, it could have gone away without using anything at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just and have all it open. The, just like, and even the blue lights like creeping in from behind mm-hmm. the, you mm-hmm. know, the the, wall the the holes. The, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. It's like floorboards, but on the wall. The cracks. Yeah. The cracks in the walls. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the that cracks. that blue light looked really good. Yeah. And it did. It was like, oh, something's here. Mm-hmm. And then those little things started going around, and I was like, it gave mm-hmm. it a very '80s film. Yeah, it mm-hmm. did. And I feel like um, it also. So I know Cinnabite isn't. Cinnabite like, Crunch. Yes, <laughs> no, but the uh, it Cinnabite sounds like something technological to me, mm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. just that idea. Yeah, even the the bite part of it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably what mm-hmm. makes me think that. And Make a bite, trill a bite. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like the little um, little 
electrical blue light blue things, things going. Yeah, yeah, were kind of indicative of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I do feel like it could have done without that and then the movie would have i felt really stood the test of time because the practical effects were so good yeah and like unsettling at some points where i was like this is fucking dark and this Mm. looks really nice Mm -hmm. like they did a stand-up job with this especially with the frank character after the fact yeah like when he's all over the floor oh yeah god whenever he started crawling i was like oh it's freaky I don't like things crawling. <laughs> Especially no. when they look gross. Yeah. Um, they're dragging like their little legs. legs don't that, work. Yeah. Scary. But really fast as well. Yes. Um. So these hooks uh, on chains just come out of nowhere and start mm-hmm. latching onto his skin. Um, and I will say the hooks going into the skin mm-hmm. looked a little unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, almost, the skin didn't look real. Yeah. It looked like those uh, things that people use to like do like fake operation stuff on like mm-hmm. latexy rubbery mm-hmm. thing yeah, like, yeah yeah like practice tattoos and yeah stuff. yeah yeah that yeah. type of stuff that fake skin yeah. yeah i don't know what else to call it which is probably what it was mm-hmm. or like have you seen those things that people have nowadays and it's like oh the pimple, pimple popper popper thing and like fake yeah. but that's what it looked like yeah. to me yeah 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 <clears throat> but you know he ends up uh getting hooked and chained and we see, you know, these what we later on figure out are cinnabites. Um, and we have a few different ones, right? At this point, or is it just Pinhead? Uh, I think, well, we're, for sure we're getting Pinhead. Yeah. I don't remember if the other ones were I thought really I saw there. the girl at first, but maybe not. It could have just like, been Pinhead. My favorite one is the little teeth one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I forget he has a name. It has an actual name. Bitey or something like teeth related, <laughs> munch related. So clever. Um, and so we have them showing up. And it looked like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre It kind of did, yeah. A little bit. Uh-huh. I was like, Because hmm. he <clears throat> puts all the people. My throat is so dry today. I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, He puts, it seems like they have like body parts and stuff that are like all, you know, on these Yeah, chains. you see like an ear. There's like this one weird big column mm-hmm. that's spinning got, around yeah spinning around and it's got things protruding from it and there's like an ear hanging from one of the nails you're just getting a whole bunch of body parts yeah and i love the little puzzle of his face that yeah they put together. that they like pulled all the skin off essentially yeah i was mm-hmm. like ooh, that was good and also you want to talk about some gore yeah that's it was pretty a, gory some fucking blood it's and you're gross. getting body like damn mm-hmm. this this man has been absolutely destroyed like in the pieces yeah. literally like with you know barely you can't even tell that this was really a human yeah. until you start putting it putting all, all the yeah because mm-hmm. there's no like here's a leg over here like it's like mm-hmm. he exploded from the inside that's out. a really it's good way like, to put <laughs> it out yeah that he exploded yeah um and at this point you know we're like okay he's dead he's dead like that's dead but it doesn't really give like any explanation it's just kind of feel like a. it's a very shocking way to like Get the audience in on like, okay, what the fuck is what going the on? Fuck is yeah. happening? Because then we turn totally like 180 to like a couple coming into a house, and uh, they're obviously scoping it, trying to like they're moving in. Yeah. Essentially, we have Larry Julia trying Larry. to convince Julia that like we should move here. Like this was my childhood home. Yeah, and. I t- why did they have to come back? I forget. Uh, I, don't, I don't even think we get an explanation. He got a job. Okay. That I think was better for mm. him. Um, and then, yeah, she, he's basically trying to convince her. She's like, the moment she walked in, she was like, smells damp. And I was like, well, yeah, there's mold in the corner behind mm-hmm. you. And then water damage the whole literally house is dilapidated. everywhere else. Yeah. They, and they didn't even really try to 
No, fix to anything. Fix anything. I was like, Mm-mm. y'all need. They a, were just living there. These walls are like half done. <laughs> holes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised y'all were able to walk through the house and not fall. And uh, we have him just kind of talking about his brother, uh, who he mentions Frank, emotionally unattached. Oh yeah, he because he's kind of just basically ragging on his brother, mm-hmm. um, shit talking him Saying and that he wanted to sell this place after the old lady died, mm-hmm. uh, as in their mom. Yeah, and then Frank was like, "No, we can't." Yeah. And then now that Frank's been missing for 10 years, I think is what something it is. like that. It's supposed to have been a long time. Then he his explanation was like, I don't know, he's in jail or something somewhere. And I don't I'm know. I'm like, <clears throat> OK, I mean, I'm, I mean, I there are some dysfunctional some, families yeah, that, that yeah. have that much Just of a no, com- no talk, no yeah. connection whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah. And he but and he was like willing. He was like, well, we're just going to get rid of all this shit anyways. And she was like, isn't half of it Frank's? And he was like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and he basically was just like, no. Which she's so? already kind of showing like some interest in Frank mm-hmm. in a way that like, or not interest, but like she, she seems to care about Frank, even though it seems as if she doesn't know who Frank is. Yes. Yeah. That's what she's playing on. Yeah. Cause the way he's describing Frank to her, it's as if she's never met him. Yeah. Which I was like, did they, did Frank not actually show up to the wedding? You yeah. just fuck her on her wedding dress and leave. That's what I was wondering. That but was savage. He did when show he laid up. her down on did he not? the wedding dress. Yeah, I know that was savage, but that is weird. It was weird. the night before, at least. It was the night before. I don't know. That's weird because remember Frank, when he introduced himself later on, when he first sees her, he's like, aren't you going to let me in? Yeah. I'm Brother Frank. I came to your wedding. Yeah. I don't, or I think, he's, I think he was saying I'm like came here for your wedding. Oh. I think the wedding was about to happen. I don't think they were technically married yet. Ah, uh, okay. And gotcha. that's why I think because whenever mm-hmm. they started that fucking, makes sense. the yeah, wedding the dress, dress was, was there. there. And I think she had it laid out <clears throat> to get in the next day, yeah. essentially. Um so anyways, we do have um them scoping the place out. She's looking around uh and goes off screen. We do have Larry going into the kitchen and oh. there's like maggots and flies and roaches because there was like food left out. It and it just so looks really gross. it's like a like not even just regular. It's like unintentional almost it seems like or maybe because there's evil in the house it's just that like it's just super rotted and yeah and there's just maggots and all these roaches you, you really and stuff. dislike maggots right i don't like maggots yeah i don't i mean i don't know anyone who does yeah <laughs> but they're gross I, whenever this scene came on i was like "Ooh, josh must be hating this yeah um, i mean it I just, was nasty they were just they're like, just <laughs> yeah everywhere. it's just i don't know I guess because I know it like they're little fly babies, right? Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. it just seems really gross. I just couldn't imagine them being like all over me, like people do for Fear Factor and all that. Oh yeah, hard pass. No. It's like they're they're <clears throat> they're like little mealworms. Yeah, kind of but Ooh, slimy. Those little worms that like when you're a kid and like digging in the ground and those like p- or that's mealworms, the puffy white ones. You know what I'm talking about? Oh. They're like huge grubs. 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 Uh, uh, they're so disgusting. I never found a grub. That's like some Lion King shit. So disgusting. Well, I mean. eat them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. But like the baby white grubs? I don't know. Baby white grub. Well, all the while, as you're finding a picture of the grub, they look like this. Oh. Disgusting. Oh. Do you know what that is? Okay. Yeah. Oh, they're one of two species of scarab beetle known as the June beetle. Yeah. They turn into June bugs? That's what turns into June bugs, I guess. Yep. What? Ugh, I hate too. finding those because I would 
dig in the dirt a lot. And yeah, this is what they would look like. They would ah! like. Just, okay, yeah, I've seen those. And they're squishy and they would freak me out. Squish, squish, squish. I would find earthworms. Oh, yeah. You Cut them in the half. How to, how to eat fried worms? No. Oh. I've, no, I've never it's heard a of that. Weird book I had to read. People once. would really fry them. Um, I mean, people do that. In I some think other it, was, it was just like a children's book. Mm, like, was, like don't were, don't feed someone green eggs or something like that. Yeah. Or don't give a moose a cookie. Don't. Yeah. Or mouse a cookie. Yeah, all of those. A moose a muffin. That's what it is. Yeah. Why did muffin and moose, but not mouse and cookie? Yeah, like, I you know. know what I mean? Like, it, why couldn't have been mouse and well. magazines? I don't know. <laughs> Don't give a mouse a magazine. He will read it all day, and then um, he'll eat it and make a bed. Don't give a mouse a musical instrument. <laughs> boop, 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 toot, toot. Um, but there's a lot of religious iconography mm-hmm. throughout the house too, and like not, it, it was it, a lot of this. Um, honestly, reminded me of Carrie in some oh. parts mm-hmm. because of just like all the weird, like you know the that light up mother mary on the mantle oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, like stuff. going up the stairs right yeah yeah mm-hmm. it all just kind of reminded me of it gave me Carrie the religious vibes. stuff that was and the house itself like and all then whenever the house started fault like that's kind of, true i was like oh this house about to get sucked up carry style yeah it is and so we do have uh what's her name julia upstairs she ends up finding some stuff she sees that what's his face frank was uh essentially squatting yeah. But she doesn't think it's well, I think she knows that it's Frank, but when she calls Larry up, she's like, Was someone squatting? Mm-hmm. And then I guess he goes out, but that's whenever she like looks at the pic like she finds a box and she sees that there's pictures in there of Frank with other women like Fucking having sex. People. Yeah. And then like some of them are in masks. Yeah. Right. It's very I thought someone had a mask on. And I don't, or maybe it was just super dramatic makeup. I think but, it was there wasn't a mask. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, but dramatic makeup. It gave like BDSM and like stuff. Although his clothes were on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, maybe but, that's his kink. Yeah, I mean a lot of BDSM, like there's, there's if a, he was like the master kind. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. could be in a suit. That's true. I'd be down for that. Mm. And so that's whenever we do have her stealing the picture, um, of Frank that just is more of his face and not necessarily the sexual stuff going on. Yeah. Um, so, like, she's the only being one a little, where he's yeah. looking right into the camera. And she's being a little sus right now. She's being a little suspicious, a little, um, a little bit odd, I would say. From the host of the popular podcast, The Only One in the Room, Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins is a propulsive and vivid memoir about the journey to sobriety and self-love amidst addiction, privilege, racism, and self-sabotage. Best-selling author Holly Whitaker calls it an irresistibly delicious story. And MacArthur Foundation fellow and best-selling author Kiese Lehman says Stash is emotionally riveting. Buy Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins now wherever books are sold. Hey there, homeowners. Is it time to give your yard a complete makeover this summer? Villani Landshapers, a local family-owned business, has been transforming landscapes for more than 20 years. Villani Landshapers specializes in landscape design build, retaining walls, outdoor living spaces, and so much more. Request your free consultation today and check out their gallery of residential work at villani-landshapers.com.
she's acting odd. She's acting weird. Okay. And so we. I was like, your mom? No, no, no. <laughs> Miss Julia. Julia. And so we do have. It is hella creepy. Like how she was keeping his picture. It's like, ooh. Yeah, it is. I mean, I was like, he does look pretty damn attractive. Well, because he does, but I mean. But also that's like. It's just weird. That's your husband's brother. Especially whenever you see her rip the photo in half. But obviously it's it's already giving like something, something, something's weird. Something's off. She knows him somehow. Yeah. Um, And so I didn't get like, though. Where it went, I thought like maybe she met him before, yeah, yeah, and then that's like what I he disappeared, too. and then she just ended up. Well, if I can't have Frank, I'll take the brother. Exactly. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. Yeah. Um. And so she, Kirsty, ends up showing up. Yeah, she calls. Oh. She calls and basically says like, "I got a room. I'm not going to be right. staying with yeah. y'all. I don't want to stay with you." Uh, and essentially, before that, I guess we did see there were weird looks between the movers and like the mom and Miss Julia, and it feels like. She kind of oh, okay. is just yeah, slutty. That part. Yeah. <laughs> like just kind of sends vibes to everybody. Yeah. And Larry's not aware. Well, and then also, I I mean, I don't know. I think I think also those men were just gross. They're perps, yeah. Because mm-hmm. they also hit on the daughter. Yeah. Which was like, she's clearly very young. Uh huh. But she gave to me like she's in her twenties, no? Yeah. She gave but me like, like college age. Early twenty. Yeah, like mm-hmm. very like maybe nineteen or twenty. Mm-hmm. She gave very young to me. It's true. And um, I don't know. And then also just the way that they were like, you got any beer? And she mm-hmm. was like, yeah, it's in the fridge. And then mm-hmm. he was like, well, I guess I can't get it. And I was like, yeah, she's not your fucking servant. Yeah. Um, but it was also the 80s. Yeah, it's it true. a little different. I don't give a fuck. Well, yeah. <laughs> Good but, for her for mm-hmm. not doing it. But, but it was, yeah, but like the time period, I feel like that was usually like, you know, wife gets a beer for the men kind yeah. of thing, you know. But, you know, you're right. It, I mean, her yeah. for leading. I'm glad that we've evolved as a society. A um, bit. But it's also clear that she just didn't really give two shots oh yeah she doesn't care especially <laughs> now that frank is back on her mind she's just not disassociated but like has really like just does not have the love for larry and it shows like in every interaction that they basically have yeah um, it seems like they're just really like kind of putting up well in a she's stale marriage up with him. yeah yes. uh-huh not and she's fan. not she's not really happy no um and so she Christie's here she's like trying to talk to dad she is gonna make herself some coffee um and ends up like getting wet because she doesn't know how to work or the faucet's not working mm-hmm. um i like how whenever she goes past and then the dad they're like oh she gets her looks from her mom and she's he was just like her mom's dead yeah i was like oh damn awkward and so it's like walking up to someone being like, congratulations on your pregnancy. And they're not pregnant. Yeah. Um, or saying like, how how are you and your partner? And, then and they're no they're longer together. Up. Yeah. Oh, I did that the other day. I, asked, uh, I told a dude who came into my job. I was like, oh, hey, say because I hadn't seen him since last year. I was like, say hi to your wife for me. And he's like, oh, we're divorced now. And I'm like, oh, oh my bad. Okay. Well, awkward. Could have worn a label on that said divorced. So I didn't say that. <laughs> so I don't uh, ask you. <laughs> Gosh, be more considerate. <laughs> right? And so she ends up uh, trying to make that coffee. She gets wet. At the same time, we're simultaneously, we're getting Julia looking at the picture of Frank. I'm and getting a flashback. Getting a flashback. Back. I said, what in the porno is this? Mm-hmm. It was, I felt like a good classic porno. Yeah. She opens the door. He's standing there, arms like Hot on either side. Mm-hmm. And he's just dripping wet. Yeah. And the I didn't like how he said, I'm Brother Frank. I was like, was what weird. are you, a fucking Like it sounds creature? church related. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which was maybe intentional. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he was the brother. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then he was like, aren't you going to let me in? And she was like already from the get go was in a trance. Yeah, that's she, true. He had her captivated from the moment she opened that door. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's 
clearly the hotter brother. Yes. <laughs> and so. And more exciting because other one felt true. so like a cookie cutter. Laced. Yeah. He was Very, like the bad boy, you know. Yeah. I mean, who? Which is what everyone goes for. Yeah. Um. And so that's also why. Um. At this point, she does end up going upstairs because uh, Kirsty came to like get a towel, and she ends up just basically trying to avoid Kirsty because she like. Kirstie does see her, but for some reason, Julie ends up going up and acting like she's not there. Yeah. Which I thought was really weird. It was. And even Kirstie's like, I know you're fucking right there. Yeah, because she (laughs) hears the floorboards creaking. Yeah. And I I don't know if she's like actually straight up looking at her. I think she's standing beneath her looking. They're both looking out that way. But she clearly knows that she's up there. It's a big ass house. And just, yeah, it really is. I would live in this house. I was like, how many fucking rooms does this place have? I mean, three in the attic. It, looked, it gave like, uh, like Hey Arnold. Oh, I think I've mentioned that before. But like, uh, what are those type of housings called? Like a not like an apartment building, but like a communal. I don't know. Yeah, something because they all share the same space. Yeah, but yet they all yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, like with a shared living space. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, that's like, how they did it in Hey Arnold too. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of like a little well. I was thinking like the brownstone that we stayed in in New mm-hmm. York in Brooklyn. Um, it it each little room had like its own kitchen, tiny kitchen and like a shower and a closet and like mm-hmm. enough space for the bed. But then there was a downstairs area that was like more shared stuff. Like dining. Yeah. Like communal living mm-hmm. roomish type of stuff. Yeah. Like a rec room. Yeah. Kind of. Mm-hmm. And so I, it could have definitely because this one went up, I think, four floors mm-hmm. and then there were three rooms off of every floor yeah yeah it was so cool that we could see yeah three rooms there could have been more that's true um and so we do have her uh miss uh, julia goes up to the attic um mm-hmm. and she goes up there and that's when we have even more of the the flashback with mr frank and how she does let him in and she ends up there like in the bedroom and he like, cuts her clothes he off he cuts her clothes that off was really fucking hot he he ends, mm, whenever like he flipped out the knife i was like oh fuck like what the hell because she said what about what, what about, about larry, larry? and mm-hmm. he was just like Pfft. i was like damn he gonna kill his brother yeah, for this bitch he just he was met? like i'm willing to do whatever it takes or yeah. something like that yeah and then but then when he cut it off i was like oh yeah i was like okay damn that's badass. Damn, that's really good. And so, I don't, I don't, okay, no Andrew, if you're listening, get a knife and cut off Caitlin's clothes. Okay. <laughs> and so, we then have um, her go. We see the whole <laughs> affair happening with Frank. He lays her down on the wedding dress, like we said a while ago. And they end up making love at the same time that Larry's downstairs trying to like Ooh. push a bed upstairs with the moving guys. And they're like, you push, I pull. And they're making, he's making grunting noises and it's cutting to his wife, Julia, making grunting noises with Frank. Fuck, getting fucked yeah. by his brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then she looks also, she looks like she's about to get off by memory alone. Oh, just mm-hmm. standing there she's up in the attic. Bothered. She is. And I, I honestly loved this scene. I thought it was so mm-hmm. good the transition between the knife or the the bed and yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. and then them doing it. Have I ever seen anything like it ever? No, no, and it was yeah. good. And mm-hmm. then whenever and oh god, in the anticipation of seeing his hand get closer to that nail, I was like, Whoa! and then it yeah. happened. And then he gets his hand sliced, um, which is pretty deep because yeah. and we he does have like a I forget what it's called, but a phobia of blood. And so as he's trying to make his way upstairs, you can already tell he's like, he's trying not to look at his hand. He's like already kind of yeah. like, uh, he's definitely uh, woozy. Yeah. He's woozy. And he's telling Julia, like, 
look at it. You know how I am with blood. And as he walks into the room, we do see that his blood is falling onto the floor mm-hmm. and it's hitting the floorboards. And it's like very dramatic because we hear like the like the splashes as it's hitting. She gets a fucking I don't know where the fuck she got this little tissue from like nowhere. She just like goes yeah. to the side and just like, oh, there's bandages. There's tissue. I wonder if it was the same towel that what's her face was. I don't know. But she would have had that. Right, Christy would have had that. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Did they make it down the stairs at that point? I don't remember. Maybe Who? not. Kirsty or Julia? No, Julia and uh, Larry. No, they're in the attic. Okay, they're, they're still, still in the attic. attic. Mm-hmm. They're still in the attic room, and because yeah, more of his more it. of his blood is falling, and that's whenever we do see that the floor drinks it up. Very yep. like and smart house. It seems house. to go kind of it centers around the nails as well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of nail imagery in this mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. which I also could lead back to the cross. It's true. And then also he was nailed. Boom. Yeah. And so we do have um, this like heart underneath the floor. Yeah. That's really cool. Come into life. And it gets awoken by the blood and you just hear like the heartbeat and then it fades to or it doesn't fade. But then it goes to, you know, them coming downstairs. And that's whenever Kirstie's I keep wanting to call her Christy, but her name's Kirstie. Kirstie is like checking it out and they're like they need to go to the hospital go get it bandaged up and i just want to say the practical effects on his hand were really good Mm -hmm. the way that that whenever she like holds it out she goes i think this is gonna need stitches Stitches, i was like oh fuck that's gonna need stitches but the way that his hand was just sliced right there and then it was like you know and that's the part it was pulsing and you have to move your hand in that direction that must hurt oh yeah no you get cut right there that's some pretty serious damage it looked like nerve damage could have happened oh yeah but Oh, the way the blood was coming out was just really good. I, that, that was the first time that I was like, damn, these practical mm, effects are good. Mm-hmm. And then I just continued to say it throughout the movie. Every, <laughs> Every time, time I was like, they get better that's and good. better and better. That's good. Yeah. Um, and we do have them uh, after this leaving to go to the hospital, get bandaged up. The floorboards start squeaking. Um, we do see these blue lights start coming through the floorboards as well. Ooze is seeping Ooze up is, through it. Mm-hmm. It's like um, like corn syrup. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it's very sticky looking. Yeah. And, and so that's whenever I'm like, what the fuck? Because this whole <laughs> like skeleton starting with like the legs, right? Or I think some, it was this, the uh, arms. Patella, the, it is the arms. You're right. They come out and then they end up like pulling the rest of it out. But whenever it first came out, it did look like a little leg. Yeah. Because it was just like a straight. A femur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then a little like nub, nub on it. And then it went and so we basically see this whole scene of a body reanimating itself coming back to life but like just the insides like yeah. the bones the guts the uh, brain the brain yeah we saw it coming that. together and, and it was really it's cool. really cool yeah it looked, it's like, looked it like filmed stop in reverse. motion or almost yeah. as well stop animation like very like uh, cut to the next scene next scene next mm-hmm. scene yeah um there's a lot of the movie that looks like it could have been also filmed in reverse or stop motion like mm. with the blood that goes into the iv drip at yeah, one point true. and then the flower unraveling and stuff like that mm-hmm. there's a that was a really cool transition yeah mm-hmm. i really liked i liked a lot of those scenes there's a lot of the like stylistic choices in this movie yeah very artistic mm-hmm. yeah very and much i felt so. like definitely for a horror movie not yes what was being done at that time this was like, oh, this was elevated horror whenever, and that yeah. to an extent. And Clive Barker, like, talked about that a lot because they wanted, um, they like, this came out. One of the facts I read about it was cool. Um, it says, according to Clive Barker, as the writing 
writing, like as the writing of Hellraiser script took place during the height of A Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th and Halloween film series, his intended portrayal of Pinhead as an articulate and intelligent character was initially not well received by the producers. Some suggested that Pinhead should act more like Freddy Krueger and crack jokes, which that would have yeah, <laughs> been awful. Have been um, and then while others suggested that be he, he be a silent character like Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers. And not speak um, at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Barker insisted that Pinhead's personality be more evocative of Christopher Lee's portrayal of Crown, Count Dracula. Mm. Part of the chill of Dracula's surely lies in the fact that he is very clearly and articulately aware of what he is doing to you. And um, that's like, mm-hmm. I mean, that is kind of terrifying and he says it's yeah. one of the reasons like why Hannibal Lecter is scary isn't it it's because you always feel that he's going to be three jumps ahead of you yeah which I was like that's that's really good and yeah it does make him that much more terrifying because it's also like you said he is aware of what he's doing so like it's just there's he no wants to do this yeah yeah it's, it's it, dark it kind of takes the like the, the fantasy well it is super fantasy my bad it, it takes the you know Michael Freddie the jokes especially with freddy like yeah. it can take you out of the element of like well this is a really freaky scary horrifying thing like there's no uh levity there's mm-hmm. no comedy to like really you know make it light-hearted at any way no. it's just this like it's just dark yeah it's mm-hmm. just dark mm-hmm. it's like, but like oh. also in a way that's like really beautiful that oh, makes yes, sense definitely. yeah beautifully dark like the dream sequence with yeah. the girl with the with kirsty mm-hmm. the feathers and stuff yeah also text chainsaw massacre oh but yeah yeah yeah. i feel that 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 scene was fucked up and beautiful i loved mm-hmm. it i was and, a big fan and uh cutting after to his uh recreation frank uh we do cut to a dinner scene mm-hmm. and it's you know larry and his friends we do have someone who is kirsty's age i don't what's his name steve or uh Something I don't remember like that. I don't, all I know is I was like, "Ew, why did this kid eat that cigarette?" And so we <laughs> whenever have, he like flipped it into his mouth, I was like, Bleh. "Yeah." <laughs> we have him uh, kind of putting on the flirt, the Mac talk with Miss Kirsty. Somehow he poured a drink in her cup, but he's like, and it seems like when it's shot that he's right in front of her, but he's literally like catty corner to her. Yeah, <laughs> did you I, ever th- well, that? I think it was the dad. I think it was his dad pouring oh, that drink into her gotcha. cup but they were putting the face on the camera on the yeah. boyfriend okay got it yeah because okay. i think you see him like kind of offer it mm. and then then they like flash back to everything that's happening between her and the boyfriend because then she's like i can't i won't be able to stand up and then he yeah. was like well lay down mm, which is really weird to say instead of in I front know, of someone's father parents. Yeah. and then all the men started laughing and i was like yeah. uh, uh oh my god but uh, butterball cinnabite Oh, the butterball. There's um, one. Sorry, I'm trying to look for his name. Oh, it's okay. It's not like that detrimental to the story. Yeah. Um, and so she. I think it is Steve. Uh, mm, miss. Uh, that's what I feel like. I'm recalling Steve for some reason. But this is the picture for Steve. <laughs> that is definitely not Steve. Not Steve. Um, and so we do have Miss Julie excusing oh, herself. Chatterer. From, well, uh, chatterer. Chatterer. I'm told. Yeah, that's what it is. We do have Miss Julia going up to the attic once again after she's like excused herself and like she, she ends up like saying good night to everybody super sweetly, but just like looks at Larry like I hate you. Good night. <laughs> Not good night to you. Yeah. <laughs> good night, uh, but also fuck you. And so as she goes up to the attic, she she hears this heartbeat in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It's surrounding her. 
Uh, and something kind of gives me that she was supernaturally like drawn up there at that moment as well. Yeah, I think I think consistently she's drawn up yeah. there supernaturally mm-hmm. because she feels I think she feels presence. Frank's presence. Yeah. Yeah. And so she ends up getting spooked by fucking Frank, who just kind of pops out and he's mm-hmm. really gross looking, obviously, because he's like. You know, yeah, you see some rats eating mm. his gunk, and then oh, you pan true. over, and his little body's like on the floor, and he's just like, blah, 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 and he's just dude. like, don't look at me, <laughs> don't look at me. The way he said that so many times, I was like, yeah, Ugh. I'm gonna look, boss. Yeah, and so you can't tell me not to look. Now I'm gonna look. She's just like freaking out because he he's just telling her, don't look at me, and you're gonna help me. And she's like, who the fuck are you? And yeah. he's like, it's Frank. Can't you tell, brother Frank? <laughs> and so. She um is pretty ter like rightfully so yeah, terrified. Yeah. It's like a good depiction though of like she's really fucking spooked, but she's also like oh fuck eh, this is Frank yeah yeah so she's like entertaining like not just running away. I know essentially. I thought um, I was like damn yeah. I hope she don't die in this moment. No, I was sitting there fuck like, him yeah because mm. later on whenever he touches her with That's his really little gross. bloody hand, yeah. I was like and she like kind of mm-hmm. puts his finger. In I was like bitch. This is gross, but I mean, a human with no skin. Yeah, (laughs) but essentially sex. So you do look the insides of people. That's true, but yeah, it feels different. (laughs) More gross when it's just like a fleshy. It's basically Mr. Krabs without a shell. Yeah, Mm -hmm. just this little like squishy or you know like a turtle you see he looks very much like those things in a science class that represent like the muscular yeah, system in the body the muscular and mm-hmm. then we get the cardiovascular once she's killed one you see yeah. his little blood veins and Which, stuff and he says his nervous system comes back because yeah, he's in so much pain mm-hmm. um, but we do cut back downstairs to miss kirsty excuse yep. me sorry she's drunk and heading mm-hmm. upstairs she's had a little too much and uh that's whenever we do have for some reason i put julia's acting suspicious yeah, because basically he is saying, like, as she's stumbling upstairs, we flash back to Frank saying, the blood brought me this oh, far. Yeah. You have to heal me. Mm-hmm. And then as, like, you see her kind of being like, okay, so, like, we're going to have to give you more blood. And yeah. then we see, you know, Kirsty getting closer up the stairs, further mm-hmm. up the stairs. And at this point, I was like, damn, is she going to kill her own stepdaughter? That's what it gave. Like, it really did. And then... um she kind of like blocks her from going up any further too. And that's yeah. why she was being like acting that's right. hella suspicious. She's acting really, really like on edge. Um, and so that's whenever we do cut to Kirsty with Mr. Steven. I mm-hmm. guess they went out or something after the fact. Um, because they're hanging out and they're kind of talking. And going back to her place because she doesn't yep. live there. It's true. And this is where we get our first encounter with the person the creepy oh, the hobo man guy. watching sorry he might not be homeless i'm sorry his I, I, now you know he is credited as the derelict oh what does that word mean i don't know but i feel like it's probably not a good word derelict like a like a in poor condition as a result of disuse and neglect okay yeah like a vagrant type of situation is that what they're trying to like give the derelict? okay yes oh. a person without a home or home job or property gotcha so the the homeless man yeah Mm -hmm. which i don't know in what is the correct term to refer to someone who doesn't have a home yes so we're gonna say creepy man 
creepy because man. he was creepy. Because regardless of home or not, he's creepy. That's yes. true. If he had a house, still would have been creepy. With the, uh, Without with a house? Got a house? Does. No house? Creepy, creepy, creepy. Anyone and was looking at me that way and then came in and ate some a handful of bugs. Oh, yeah, that's true. Fucking creepy. So he ends up, she, they walk past him. She like kind of really gives a, a glance to this dude and they like lock eyes. And he does have pretty eyes. Though. And so we do have her and Mr. He had a very punchable face, though. So, mm. Right? I don't know. I didn't recall His it being punchable. Like, I could punch anybody, though. Bah. I feel like everybody deserves a punch for something. Good little punch. Everyone should be punched a little in the face nudge. once. Yeah. Humble every, yourself. Everybody needs to be humbled. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> um, and so we have uh, a pretty cool, cute shot of um, Mr. Steve, that's going to be known as, and Kirsty walking in front of like these subway tile things, and they're have this little lovey-dovey flirtation thing going on and they start kissing making out and then i love how the camera panned from out of that into the next scene and homegirl is thinking about fucking frank yet mm-hmm. again yeah she's thirsty and she basically goes back up to frank and tells him once again i'll do anything mm-hmm. whatever it takes like to save you yeah and yeah. because whenever he tried to leave her the first time he said what did he say? It's not enough. It's never enough. Mm-hmm. Whenever he was trying to leave her after they actually had sex the first time. Yeah. And she was like, I'll do anything, anything. And then now she is still just, she even though he's a weird little. Dickmatized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, the name What a Woman Would Do for a Good Fuck is very fitting <laughs> for this film. Because, Yes. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So after all of that shenanigans with Miss Julia talking to uh, good old gooey Frank, we have gooey Frank Kirsty having this nightmare. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this was such an awesome scene. Mm-hmm. She walks in and there's like feathers everywhere. At first I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then yeah. I was like, oh, it's a dream sequence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Chicken feathers all around her. Yes. Again, reminded me of Chicken Room mm-hmm. and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But yeah. feathers everywhere, blood, like also, we're looking at this body yeah, on, that's been shrouded, mm-hmm. got like a blanket over it. And you hear a baby crying yes, all the while, too. So I, I was wondering then if her mother died during childbirth. Oh. Possibly. Could be. And that was why there was the repetitive baby crying mm-hmm. sound around Kirsty. Yeah. But I don't actually know if that's true. I don't think. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. But um, um, she basically... As we're watching this thing, and it, I love the way that at first you see a little bit of blood seeping through, but then mm-hmm. the camera pans behind her head, and you can't really see how saturated the bed's becoming until the thing is covered in blood. All of it. And it was like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. It was good. I liked it. And then the body pops up, and who, was it boy or was it her dad? I thought it was her dad. Okay. I thought yeah. it was a boy at first, and then I was like, oh, wait, no. I think it's the dad. But so. it was that, like... 
bloody because and mutilated that up. you can't see. Yeah. That you can't really tell. But yeah. I was like, it's definitely a it male. It could be both. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because then he woke up. And so I was like, did Steve also had a bad dream? Like Maybe. Or I wonder maybe if they were having a shared dream. It could have been. Or he's just woke up and just saw that she was having, having a, a really dream. bad dream because yeah. she's obviously having a fit in bed. She's like, you know, flailing and oh my God, oh no. And he wakes her up and she's like in sweats and then she ends up calling her dad. God knows like what, it's three in the morning. The way that whenever she was just looking like the, her as her eyes were focusing on um boy, Steve, mm-hmm. the way that she just goes, daddy. I was like, yeah. damn, is she calling him daddy? And then I was like, oh no, she's going to, she's yeah. going to go she's call her about dad. Her dad. <laughs> but then at that point, because you didn't think that that was her dad on the dream. Like I already knew like she woke up like she's worried about her dad. Yeah. Something's happening to her dad. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because at that point too, maybe she's getting this other sense of like dad's going to get hurt in that house. You yeah. Know? Um, something and something's wrong with Julia. Mm-hmm. She clearly doesn't. She can feel that. The bad Julia presence. doesn't like. Yeah. And she, it gives that she it gives that she never her and Julia never even got along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole throughout the whole movie, you know. And so we do have um, her calling dad and dad's just like, I'm OK. I'm fine. Like, don't worry about me. Um, but, and we do have the mom with, or no, it's just Frank upstairs and he's all slimy. Yeah. Frank's like kind of moving from the attic. He's looking down as like Larry comes back up from answering the phone and mm-hmm. he's just saying, it's just Kirsty. Like she had a bad dream mm-hmm. and stuff. And then he's, she was like, okay. But Frank's just like kind of watching over and he's them. like, Kirsty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was creepy. Mm-hmm. And so that's whenever we do have Miss Julia, uh, at a bar. And mm-hmm. she's giving her oh throughout the whole movie too. By the way, Julia's outfits. She's eating. She had like really nice like eighties businesswoman eighties yeah like, style power woman. There was a outfits. one point in the film where I was like, I feel like she's attractive, but the eighties also weren't doing her many favors. That I could see that with her hair and the makeup. hair, the makeup, because her body yeah. was snatched. Mm-hmm. Body mm-hmm. was fine as fuck. Yeah. I was like, okay, I get it now. Why these people are like. She's hot because with her face, I was like, "There's something. There's just too much." Well, and on she it. never. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, that, and I feel like much. with a more relaxed hairstyle, she could have been much prettier. She did have very like strong features. Very much so, and like I, I guess what you just said, and the way that she acted throughout the whole movie, it just gave very like bitch vibes, yeah. resting bitch face at all times. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be that person that's like smile, but like I mean like. The only if there time was some other levity to her, she could have maybe, yeah, her beauty could have been showcased better, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was always just like in a very disdained mood. And the only time that we truly ever did see her look like almost like... Enjoying herself. She was moaning and having sex with Frank. Yeah. And whenever she opened the door to Frank, <laughs> oh, yeah, she true. looked mm-hmm. giddy and very childlike and nature. Like a schoolgirl crush. Yes. Mm-hmm. In that moment. And then every other time it's bitter. Mm-hmm. Which is very bitter. Not a good look for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. You look like you're constipated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Smell so some bad. she ends up uh, meeting this guy at the bar. He's, he's really ugly. He's really ugly. I'm he sorry. gives her a little pickup line, and then he she takes him home. And and this whole this I kept like ugh ugh the whole time because he was saying the cringiest things. Oh, yeah. Like the don't tell me you fucking changed your mind. I was like bitch. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. And then I was like this motherfucker deserves to die. Kill him. This is before the Me Too movement. Um, yeah. and so, but like men are always assholes. Men still do this to this day, Caitlin. I know. Men don't take no I was thinking no about answer. that as I was driving home. Cause I feel like, I feel like I, I just had like a playlist going and an mm-hmm. artist came on who I'm pretty sure had some sort of scandal mm-hmm. uh, and allegations and stuff yeah. against him. And then I was like, 
Ew. I was like, Ew, people not still me, do this. Not me jamming to the song, knowing you're uh Oh, I changed it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever it is. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she ends up bringing them upstairs, of course, because that's where Frank is. And before they can like get to it, well, I mean, it's guess it seems like um, foreplay because she's like making him take off his clothes. He's like, "You do the same." And she, that's whenever Frank pops out and he freaks out and he's like by the door, right? Um, or that is a different after, guy. Yes, that's a different guy. I bet. But she does hit him in the head with a hammer. In the head with a hammer. Yes. And then hits him again in the jaw and like makes his mouth be like blah blah. Yeah. And he's dead before he ever sees Frank. That's true. He's already on the ground and yeah. he looks pretty bad. The special effects are pretty cool. Practical they were. Effects. I yeah. really, I really liked him there. They're his practical, not mouth. special. My bad. And I'm not even a fan of people getting hit in the head, mm-hmm. but I, I loved that it, it did not give me a close-up look of the hammer mm-hmm. hitting his head, mm. but then afterwards, the way his jaw was just like yeah. open, gross, and awesome. They yeah. did a great job with it. And Frank comes out, and he's like, dinner time, and he's like, don't look at me, once again. <laughs> he drinks him like a little, oh, wait, no, that's later. It's the second guy that yeah. he drinks like a little straw. And so, he because he that's one we don't necessarily see, uh, because she goes out of the room. He's doing his thing. And that's whenever we do have... Um, I called him Little Frank. Little Frank, aw. Little Frank crawling over. <laughs> little baby has his first steps. <laughs> because remember... Oh, that's true, because he was all like... <laughs> the way he moves. And so after that, she goes back in, and the body's like basically a prune. Like, yeah. you know, it's all up. And it has been sucked dry. Yeah, and so she ends up... Looks like, like some beef jerky. Been sitting there, but also bloodied. And it's so crazy because at the same time that she's trying to like clean up larry's getting home mm-hmm. and so she just essentially moves one body to another room which i'm like what that makes no sense so I she know. just moves it to like the room across the, the way i was I, I was just like damn girl what do you plan to do with that like, she was like i'll get it later like, she, and she's like that. in her bra her like doesn't yeah, have she's her top in her on yeah and, and this is where she goes back in and the first time that he was like frank was like because he's slightly more formed now and he's yeah. able to fully like stand up and he's like, come here, damn you. I want to touch you. And mm-hmm. she, he says, come to daddy. And then he grabs her boob. Yeah. With his hand. I was like, ew. And, ew. and she ends up getting out. And she is trying to like slip away from Larry because he's going up the house. He hears her, obviously. And so he's trying to find her. She goes into this restroom and she's just, you know, trying to clean herself up. But it also kind of seems like she's just kind of got a thrill out of the murder <laughs> in mm-hmm. a way. Like she got off on it somehow and getting off on Frank. <laughs> And she's like, my booby just grabbed by him. And so she ends up, you know, telling Larry through the uh, door, the restroom. She's like, I'm feeling sick. And I love how she's like, oh, babe. And he's, you know, trying to be nice. Can I do anything for you? And she's just like, no. Um, Brandy and then, would help. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think Brandy's going to help with you feeling sick. Yeah. But okay. And, and then um, she... I mean, Maybe it's like a hot toddy. I don't know. But she ends up uh, going back up there. He's talking to her and he's like, I need more bodies. I need more blood. He says one more, maybe two. Because I think this is the part is when he said um, he's hurting. Yes. Yeah. And his nerves are like coming back together. And he says the Cenobites. He, this is where we get, I think, oh, the, right. first the first word mention. a mention of the Cenobites and their name. Um, and he says that he needs to get away because they're going to come back for him. The moment they realize yeah. that he is gone, they're going to be back. And... Um, then Larry's like coming up and he's saying like, you know, Julia, where are you? And then he, Frank says, poor Larry, obedient as ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the way that he, I think he grabbed her again and mm-hmm. he says, it'll be like love 
only real. And I was like, Gross. what? What? Yeah. Like love, wouldn't it just be love then? No, just like <laughs> he can't ever feel real love. Yeah, no, he can't. There's at one point in the movie where I was like, girl, he is using, using you. you. Mm-hmm. And then whenever she gets dead, I was like, yep. Could have told you it. that. This guy's toxic. He is bad news, sweetie. Mm-hmm. He's a cowboy Casanova. That's right. Pinhead's really Carrie just Underwood. And that's true. There's another artist I like that has a song called Casanova. Oh yeah. It says Cowboy Casanova in it as well. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, not as well known as Carrie Underwood. <laughs> I mean, she is America's Idol. It's true. Number seven or something like that. Yeah. I don't even know. I was like, which one did she? I remember voting for her. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would call in. Yeah, that's. I what never voted for anybody, but I remember oh. people voting. Yeah, I would like religiously call thing. in. I mean, the only idol that matters is Kelly, though. That's true. To be aged. That's true. Uh, but okay. Never mind. <laughs> okay, so we're at the animal store, <laughs> and we're with Kirsty now. She's um at work. Obviously, there's like some bitch who's like trying to speak with the manager, and she's oh like, goodness. "Well, he's not here what right now. Something was happening with her bird or whatever. I don't even know. It was a lizard. I wasn't paying attention it's to her because at the same time, we have the dude who was she saw earlier come in, creepy man, creepy man, and she ends up like trying to like you know she's what's the she dismisses that lady who was talking to her and even the lady's like well what the fuck and so that's whenever she goes to the dude and she's like what are you doing in here and he just like starts to like grab all those crickets from mm-hmm. the enclosure that they're in and just starts eating them eating and them. i love how she's like stop that Whole don't handfuls. do that oh my god get out of here yeah. and she's just like Ugh. yeah uh-huh and so um she does she get him to leave which um, was surprising with just her words considering that but yeah he like walks away so creepily and slowly like yeah. And she's just like following behind him looking mm-hmm. very like grumpy. Yeah. She I mean, she definitely was a little put off by the way he was eating those crickets. Yeah, I would be too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody mm-hmm. eating crickets? No. And then we cut to Miss uh Julia getting another dude uh back into the house. And she kills this one happens much quicker. Yeah, very very fast. fast. We don't get no foreplay. Uh-uh. We see him come upstairs. And then wham bam, thank you, ma'am. And then that's whenever even she's he's like yelling at her begging for her like don't let him kill me or mm-hmm. something like that and then this is the guy who gets sucked away like a straw mm-hmm. yep and, and he then, is frank is getting like more and more put together and i was so confused because then afterwards you see frank wearing clothes and i was like bro why are you wearing clothes when you're still slimy yeah like because <laughs> nobody wants to see that you just see it like seeping through the shirt yeah and i was like you also chose like an ivory colored shirt of out of all the shirts yeah you at least get something red Something that would like not look like you're getting through it. Yeah. And so we do have Miss Julia being at this point, like you said uh, that you would give me an explanation. You owe me an explanation. Like what, why, what happened? And he starts to explain about the puzzle box and Mm how um, the Cenobites made him experience, you know, pain and pleasure and the most like whatever. Yeah. He says pain and pleasure indivisible. Mm -hmm. Like the most that he could ever experience yeah all at once which is what the cenobites are kind of basically all about is just experiencing pain and pleasure yeah yeah he says it opens the doors to the pleasures of heaven or hell Mm -hmm. which they come back later and whenever pinhead's like or one of them is saying you know some think of us as demons yeah others angels angels. Mm -hmm. yeah and so we do have uh her damn that's a fucked up person thinking they're angels yeah (laughs) that well i mean angels in the bible are essentially evil like terrifying monsters yeah they're not pretty glowing the demons are pretty the like devil himself lucifer Mm -hmm. like he's beautiful yeah yeah 
I don't know. But anyways, um, and we do. Wife, we love it. We do. We love Satan. And so he ends up uh, <laughs> getting, watching the boxing. Oh, yeah. Because at this point, we cut to Miss Julia and what's his name, Larry. And there's like, you know, having downtime. And he's watching a boxing match. And one, he's like super into it. But he's like, if you don't want to watch this, we can watch something else. I thought you didn't like this. Obviously, you're watching it, bro. And if you thought that she didn't like it, then why are you watching don't it? Don't put it on to begin with. There you go. Watch it on your own time. There we go. Um, and so we do have um, her hearing or he hears something upstairs. And so that's whenever he wants to go up and she's like really trying, doing everything to like not get him up there. And we do Even have sleeping with him. Yeah. Cause she comes we on know to she him. She don't do a lot. Yeah. She's going to use a pussy. And so she ends up getting him into the bedroom. And that's whenever we do have, um, we, we, we she, she's essentially <laughs> trying to get him to not go to the attic. So you, she thinks she's in the clear. But once they do get in the restroom, we do see that um, the, whatchamacallit, Frank is in there, right? Because he oh, like, yeah, passes yeah, by. Oh, yeah, whenever they get into the room. Oh, mm-hmm. man. And did, those poor little rats that got like. Yeah, there's some stabbed rats. Nailed to the, oh, the wall. They were still alive. They were like, me, 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 me. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, poor things. <laughs> but yes. Frank is in their room because mm-hmm. they're like making out and I don't know how neither one of them didn't at least out of the peripheral see, see that someone walking hear past. Him. These floors are obviously very squeaky. Yeah. Um, And he ends up in the closet or like the boudoir little uh, what's it called? Lying the witch in the wardrobe. The wardrobe thing. I think it was a closet. Was it a closet? Yeah. Okay. And it so, had those slatted doors. Mm, you're right. You're right. Closet-y. And so they do very uh Michael Myers. Yes. Um, when she's in the closet mm-hmm. um and so we do have um them like you know kissing and stuff he's like all over her and then we have frank coming and he's got that knife that he had from the flashback and he has a rat in one hand oh, and she's scene. she's just like no don't do it no oh my god no and i mean i, think, I didn't understand why larry wasn't stopping yeah um, i was like sir how yeah, do you not he was still just going on and she's just like no please don't do it it's i guess like, he never gets like, it and he just like went he, feral red yeah and just went she's even like uh, that's a. Uh, she says something. It's something to me, like repulsing or like something, like not repulsing, but yeah. I can't stand it. Something like that. Yeah, uh, because I, I absolutely can't like handle that. Frank is basically uh, seemingly about to kill Larry, mm-hmm. um, but he ends up just slicing a rat instead, like Ugh. over the bed. And um, the way that you see the knife like moving through that rat's body mm-hmm. before it like finally breaks the flesh yeah. and that flap falls. <laughs> And it so, was so gross. It was very gross. Um, and, and just s- twisted. Yeah. That's fucking I mean, because there was no reason to kill dark. her out like that. Yeah, poor little baby. Mm-hmm. And so we do have um, Larry's like, one minute you want are all over me, and the next minute, like, you don't want anything to do with me. I don't understand you. And he goes out the room, and that's whenever Miss um, Julia and Frank start talking again. Um, and she's just like, I guess... Um, he's what's he saying? He says, I need more. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she I think uh, he this is where he says, but like you don't even love him. Yeah. And she was like, you know, I don't. But, but I can't let you do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not him, essentially. Yeah, not so him. I'll get someone Anyone else. And so we do cut to Larry talking to Kirsty at some restaurant. And he's basically saying, like, you know, there's something off with Julia. Like you can you please come over and just like try to be her friend. And yeah, maybe she just needs, needs someone some... to talk to mm-hmm. because she's not leaving the house. And it says he says she, 
it's like she's waiting for something mm-hmm. and like w- because of that doesn't want to leave the house yeah and so he was like yeah go stop by maybe she just needs some girl talk mm-hmm. <laughs> basically and so we do have um mi- we cut to then julia trying to or no kirsty is going to go speak to julia and she gets to the house and she's by a tree but she does see that julia brings in a man into the house and so already from the go, she's like, well, that's weird. Mm-hmm. And then we have. Because you can tell it's also not just any other yeah. interaction. The way she puts her hand on his yeah. shoulder and stuff. It's obviously. If she wasn't murdering with him, she's fucking him. Yeah. And so either way, both are bad. Yeah. <laughs> and so we do have Miss um, Kirsty getting closer to the house. And she, I'm pretty sure she hears the screams, I right? I think she does. Because yeah. uh, what's his name? Frank ends up attacking the man and mm-hmm. killing him, obviously. Um and then that's whenever we do have Kirsty walking in yeah, to the in. house. Oh, she, this is the one he drinks like a straw. Mm, he puts his little fingers in. Mm, you're right. And then that's whenever Julia is like hiding. Um, Kirsty goes in there and sees the dead man that's on the floor and she's freaking out. Well, he comes out the door. Oh, yeah. Frank, like she gets up to the attic that's door right. and then the door opens and his and the body's dude's, like, like asking for help. Yeah. And so first she sees that dude, and then she sees Frank. Yeah. Um. And then obviously she gets trapped into the room, and then Frank's like, "It's your uncle, uh, it's your uncle Frank." And he's being so creepy, yeah, like a creepy creeper, he's saying, like pedo you've uncle. You've grown. You're beautiful, and I yeah. was like, "Ew, she mm-hmm. is your niece." Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the uncle that Ew. needs to be talked to. Um, uh, that's <laughs> such a sad reality. But you know, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he obviously gives, like, he doesn't care. Like, no. he's, you know, he's been removed from their life as well. So he's just like, here's some flesh. Yeah. Some nice younger, it's a younger Julia, mm-hmm. essentially. Uh, and so they end up getting into, like, an altercation um, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, because she's locked in there. She stabs him with her hand, like, mm-hmm. in like, his stomach. Yeah, because he's not all the way ta- put together. Yeah. She, like, goes into his insides. Doesn't and, have that epidermis to yeah. protect him. And she ends up grabbing the box. Mm-hmm. And that's when he's like, no, please put that down. And she's like, you want it? Go and get it. And she ends like up throwing box? it out the window. Yeah. Um, and then she jumps out the window. No, just kidding. She, <laughs> she, like, no, she, she, she runs out the house. <laughs> and then she grabs the box and she's gone. So she stole the box. And we, you know, what's his name? Frank is like, no. Um, and... Um, we get her just walking in this blood-covered yeah. daze, and she mm-hmm. passes these nuns, and I was like, shouldn't those nuns yeah. try to have helped her? Both they of don't. them were like, they're just judging. Her. They're just judging her, because <laughs> she looks like she's been through it. It was it was the Sister Act nuns. Mm-hmm. Whoopi was there. Yep. She said, we ain't got no time for it. I we see don't. that in Vegas all the time. Literally. She's <laughs> like, we are running. We're going to end up like her if we don't you know, get into hiding. Yeah. Um, and so that's whenever... Um, she ends up waking <laughs> up and she's in a, I must, what I'm assuming is an asylum or like a it, mental institution. Yes. It didn't give normal doctor's office. No, it didn't. This gave some sort of institution. Yeah. Because she ends up there in the bed after like they're talking to her. Like, can you please like recall what happened? She's like, I don't know. And, and this then, was where we got that first image of the flower opening. Oh yeah. Cause right. it was like it really transitions into that. in yeah. on this, just the image of this red flower opening, which also, ugh, it kind of gave very creepy like uncle vibe like mm-hmm. with that and everything like she was the flower that had developed in yeah. his mind anyways that's what i got and then it flashed to the mm. tv screen and that's where you see the nurse watching that video of just the flower yeah unfolding and i was like what and so, <laughs> and for because clive barker um and so that's whenever we do have her talking to them and they give her the box as he's like maybe this will jog your memory and so she ends up 
trying to open the box, essentially figure out the puzzle of it all. Because they've locked her in as well. Mm-hmm. They basically were like, yeah. no, you can't leave this room. Mm-hmm. Like, sit down. Yeah, because she wanted anyone. to talk to her dad. But yeah. she's like, they're like, no. And she was like, it's important. They were like, well, we'll decide that after mm-hmm. we talk to you. The police are going to want to talk to you, too. So mm-hmm. just sit here and stare at this box. Mm-hmm. But, of course, she yeah starts touching it. And it opens. She does, like whatever to it and it ends up opening up like a puzzle box does mm-hmm. um and that's whenever you do see that like the the floor and the light the walls i mean they start lighting up and some this, harry potter shit yeah because the opens this tunnel door essentially opens up you're right it is a tunnel and what does she do she walks through it and she, there's like a baby crying from mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. and i was like why why would you go towards creep tunnel that just magically opened in the wall i mean i probably would too yeah honestly i'd be like oh what the fuck is this it looks yeah. scary i'm gonna go in and so she does go in and that's whenever she gets just a, not even that far into it well and it seems like it is a really far way because of how, of how long she has to run back that's true so i think i think maybe it either the tunnel like as I, she's running back yeah or it just didn't show us her first. Like all the way walking. walking and in. then we just cut to her running into um, a Cenobite. Yeah. A monster. bug creature. Yeah. It's, it's like a scorpion mixed with a. Something. With a. What was that thing you just showed the me? The grub. Grub. Yeah. It does look like that. <laughs> scorpion grub. Um, Almost like the thing from All Monsters with the dude that carries his own eyes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh. Ah, oh, Real Monsters. It was a cartoon. And no. he was like pink and fleshy looking and he held his two eyeballs. Oh, yes. I know what you're talking about. And then there was a skinny worm looking girl and she had yeah. a big mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that was the name of it. I've seen. I've never watched it, I mm-hmm, guess. Mm-hmm. I just, I've seen that. It was called Ah, Real Monsters. Ah, yeah. Real mm-hmm, Monsters. Clever. Mm-hmm. Like, ah. Um, and so we do have her running for her life. Um, This is the only part in the movie where you do see like. You can see the wheels and like the cart pushing mm-hmm. the monster. That is a you can I think also. I don't think see, there was enough fog. You can also see the crew doing it. That mm-hmm. was a that was a little mess up. Yeah. There that, yeah you can. Um, Essentially, if they just had a little bit more fog underneath, you wouldn't have been able to see it. When the engineer chases Kirsty, the trolley and crew pushing it are visible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At around an hour and four minutes. So yep, that's then. And I'm sure they couldn't edit that out anyway at that they're point. Like, they're just like, well, and they're like, we already shot it. We can't shoot it again. We're above budget. So yeah. that's it. Yeah. I I honestly didn't notice it because I was more like freaked out. I was like, girl, get away mm. from that thing. It is gross looking. And it, it was getting close to her. Yeah, it was. But I'm sure if I went back and watched it again, I would be able to see it. But it was, it was really creepy. Mm-hmm. She just barely escapes. Yeah. And then the wall closing closes in on it and she hears it on the other side. Um, and that's whenever she's like back in the um what you call it. Back in her room. Mm, and this is where we get those super artistic shots that we were talking about earlier. We're getting like shots of the wall and mm-hmm. like the tile on it seems like glowing turn sideways and then glow. Mm-hmm. And then there's that IV drip that's now filling with blood, mm-hmm. which I feel like was filmed in reverse yeah. and stuff there. And then the TV with the flower going and stuff and then flipping between channels. All of it was really cool. And we have the Cinebites appearing. Mm-hmm. We have um, like Chatterer. the Chatterer. Ah. He comes up close to her on the wall and he's like all up in here, shoving his fingers yeah. up in her mouth. He's in her mouth. There's a lot of fingers and mouth in this movie. Yes. And we have the Lady Cinebite as well. I don't know if that's the one with the neck hole open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She um, got thyroid surgery. That's, that's what it gives. <laughs> or like, you know, she had too many cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. And 
Never mind. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I almost laughed. <laughs> <laughs> um, Terrible. And so that's whenever what's his name pinhead comes up yes and he starts explaining to her who they are we are the cinnabites we you you use the mocks as a means to summon us um we are demons to some angels to others mm-hmm. we bring pleasure and pain all these things it's a very serious spiel mm-hmm. and this is when i want to input my personal interaction with hellraiser mm. with pinhead oh yeah so because this is, I think, our first like major scene with Pinhead. And we're yeah. getting like an idea of who they are, mm-hmm. who the Cenobites are, and who Pinhead is. So long before I ever saw Hellraiser for mm-hmm. the like one time that I had, because honestly, going back into watching this again, it felt like a new time. A new movie. Yes. Yeah. Kind of same for me. It has just been so long. And I haven't seen I haven't seen the remake. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. so I am excited Completely different. to watch that. Yeah. Um, but the first time I ever encountered Pinhead. I was a very young child going through a haunted house, as I apparently did a lot, because my mom took us through, and it was myself and my two younger brothers. And so they had to be little, little, yeah, right? Yeah, we were very young, mm-hmm. and we were getting She's into this. She's pushing a stroller through yeah. the fucking haunted house. <laughs> <That'd be> funny. <laughs> okay. She should have had us on those little child leashes, though. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were like going through, and we get to this one part where. Um, pinheads at the end and it's like he's in like that elevator kind of thing yeah and um but he sees the actor sees that there's children yeah with my mom Mm. and stepdad yeah and so um he he just goes hey watch your step it's about to get real tight around there because the next corner that you went through the wall like the ceiling started getting a little Mm -hmm. yeah and so you had to like basically crawl hands and knees um, if you're an adult, yeah, I think we were able to kind of just like hunch through because yeah. we were children. Uh-huh. Um, but so to me, I thought I thought Pinhead was a really nice man. <laughs> I yeah. thought he was really good. Aww. And then I he then was I very respectful this. to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, Pinhead's I mean, so kind. <laughs> Pinhead, essentially, too, in the movie. I mean, he's not like Honestly, a bad guy. Yeah, he's, he's just kind care of, of Frank, doing his job. Who is a bad guy? He's just kind of doing his job. Yeah, essentially, that's just what they're um, meant to do. And so he, she ends up explaining to him like, y'all know Frank, y'all did this to him. And they're like, yeah, we know Frank. And she's just like, well, he escaped from y'all. And they're like, nobody ever escapes us. And she's like, well, I can prove it. And so if y'all want to take me, I got a better deal. How about I give y'all Frank instead? And then that's when thyroid says, maybe we prefer you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, oh. And then she has to like really be like, no, I know where he's at and I can get him to you and I can trade you. And there, that's whenever even Mr. Uh, Pinhead is like, you can do that. Yes, you can try. But if you fail, we'll you tell us. Yeah, we'll tell your soul, tear your soul apart. We will tear your soul apart. Mm-hmm. And so she sold Uncle Larry uh, or Uncle Frank out so fast. I mean, I would too. I would too. I would. Yeah. But I was like, and then we flash back to Julia and mm-hmm. Larry or Frank talking and saying, mm-hmm. He was like, she's going to tell him everything. And yeah. she was like, I don't think she would. Bye. And he was like, no, she's, <laughs> she's going to tell, tell him. And so that's whenever they do come up with the plan, the plan to kill Larry. Mm-hmm. Um, and not not really a plan, but it's just kind of like silently spoken. Like, okay, we got to kill Larry now. Yep. And so um, we got to get out of here. I can't go walking around in this little yeah, the way muscular I'm system. And uh, we don't even get to see Frank's death. I mean, Larry's death, which I'm kind of like 
bummed out. Yeah. Because I'm then, like, oh, okay. Because then I'm like, oh, wait, it happened. Because I was also confused. And so, I mean, it, it kind of clearly, whenever we did see Larry later, I was like, clearly yeah. this is Frank's mannerisms. Yeah. But, and I assumed he's just like wearing him like a like little skin suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like, cause then. Cause I was under I the impression that Frank was snatching all these bodies and was going to look like Frank again. Yeah, me too. But, Not look like Larry. And, and it just made no sense to me. Because also I feel like all of Frank's appeal was his body. Well, and that's why I meant, I was like, Julia must be pretty pissed off now that and she, she now gets has to Frank, look at Larry but forever. it's Larry. <laughs> it's so weird. But yet she seemed happy about it. So I was just like, okay, this made no sense. Well, she got the best of both worlds, I guess. I don't know. But I would have still maybe, I would have wanted Frank's appearance and Larry. No, I I just would have wanted Frank. Yeah. So (laughs) she ends up, uh, what? Uh, Miss fucking Kirstie shows up to the house because he, this is right after as well. Sorry. He does end up, we we see that he is in now uh, Larry's body and he's fucking Julia in Larry's body, which I thought was really weird too. I didn't realize at that point that that it was was, not Larry. Yeah. Mm. I thought that they were going to kill Larry that way. Mm. Um, and mm-hmm. so I just, I thought that they were just fucking. And then all of a sudden, whenever Julia goes downstairs, cause she hears Kirsty come in. Yeah. I was like, Oh shit. She just going to let him like go up. Like, what are they going to do? And then it wasn't until I saw how Larry was speaking to Kirsty that I was like, this ain't Larry. Yeah. This ain't Larry. He talks just the way Frank does. Yeah. And mm. he was being like, Real creepy. Cryptic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also as well, because Kirstie's trying to talk to him. And then, I mean, at that point, I'm just like, how can she not tell that this is not her dad? But yeah, okay. because there was just a nice, around the hairline was just blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's whenever. It's like a little puzzle. Um, She does end up catching on because, I mean, Frank gives it away. Because he's like almost proud of the yeah. fact that he took over um Larry's body. He's like, um, go look, yeah. go see, because she's he's telling her, like, we've killed Frank. Like, it's over. It's no, yeah, done. That's right. That's right. And then she was like, I need to see. So she gets up. She goes to the attic, but they trap her in there and they lock her in there. Yep. And, and we see his body and it looks very similar to even like how especially the first guy did mm-hmm, mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah. And so that's why I was confused, too. I was like, I was what's like, going it, on? It looks very similar. And I so I thought maybe I was like, did he just grow Larry's skin because it was the last one that he got? Or yeah. What? I didn't know if maybe the DNA from all these people was affecting him mm-hmm. <laughs> as he was growing. He just looked like everybody, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. No. Uh, that's her dad on the floor. And we do yeah. have the Cinebates coming. And they're like, we want the man who did this, um, essentially, to her because she's freaking out. Because at this point, she. But she I don't think she realized. She didn't even catch dad. on. No, yeah, yeah. Because she's like, no, you can't, like, that's have him. my dad. Yeah. Like, you can't have him. Um, and then that's whenever we do, I'm sorry, this is the part when we're like, oh shit, that's Frank Mm -hmm. because it's all coming together because then she's talking to Frank and he's like, come to daddy. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. he says, stay with us. We can all be happy here, which Mm -hmm. is something that Larry had actually told Julia Mm -hmm. upon moving in. Yeah. And then, yeah, he says, come to daddy. And it was like, oh, and then he ends up trying to rush towards her and he ends up inadvertently stabbing Julia, which I think was his plan the whole time. Because I think, yeah, if he could have had Kirsty, he would have preferred it. Mm -hmm. But like how? Oh, God. Kirsty must have had to go through some major therapy. Traumatic after that. Well, well, you you haven't seen Hellbound 2 or Hellraiser 2, which is just a continuation of the first movie. Oh, is Mm -hmm. it good? It's a very like, um, I don't remember enough to tell you. Mm. It's been that long, so I couldn't tell you. But apparently, it's people think it's really good. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll have to go watch it. And so, um, we do have 
That one was on HBO Max. Like yeah. Every other, other Hellraiser one, except was the first one. On HBO I saw that. Max. I was like, God damn it! It's always that. <laughs> and way. even Hulu as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, because Hulu is where the remake is. Yeah. And so we do have um, her running all the way upstairs. She hides in the room that we know that Miss Fucking Julia was hiding all the bodies in. So mm-hmm. as she's hiding, I'm like, essentially, I know these bodies are gonna pop out at some point. Um, mm-hmm. And we do have Frank coming in, and he's looking for her. And wait, before that, mm-hmm. whenever she opens that closet and Jesus falls out. Oh yeah. Both Andrew and I jumped. Oh, uh, did y'all? You're like, oh fuck. And then he was Jump like, scare. Jesus, literally. literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she's there. She's trying to hide. She's like behind all the shit. And it's, and I also don't know how Frank did in here, but she's in there and she accidentally like has this body fall kind of close to her. And it's very like, obviously, you know, deteriorating, has maggots up in it. Yeah, and the, she somehow manages to not scream. I would not have been able to. And also, sorry, before she like even ran upstairs, she tear, tore that hole in his face. Oh, yeah. And then I was wondering like why his face wasn't healing after he drained julia but that's I guess what i thought so too i literally thought that too i was like it should have healed yeah but, but then i wonder i guess if he's just wearing someone else's skin it's not actually his yeah that's but then true i wonder like how much closer he got to being frank frank mm-hmm. underneath it i don't know underneath it all what um, a good song. and so we do have like um frank not hearing her make that body move which i'm like okay how but he ends up uh, leaving the room, uh, but she then, immediately gets up. Yeah, like a fucking and, idiot. And I was like, "Girl, out. do not what." And he ends up getting catching her. Mm-hmm. Um, they get. I think are they back in the um attic? Yeah, right? he pulls her back into the attic, mm-hmm. and then um, he, he says, "Your dear uncle Frank is here." And then I was like, "Yeah," and so are the Cenobites. Mm-hmm. And then they show he tries to like kill Kirsty with that knife yeah, yet again, but they end up hooking him. Yep. They hook him and stop him, and they are just pulling his skin apart. Everything, yeah. And this scene, awesome. Mm-hmm. Whenever he was sitting there and just like with five hooks All in his the face. Hooks. And uh, this next part was actually, I guess, the only part of the movie that was rewritten. Um, also, his, his, the, the one, two words that he says, they were ad libbed. They were. Oh, yeah. The, well, the script was actually supposed to say fuck you, mm. but they changed it to be Jesus Wept. Oh, did they? Yeah, that's what I read. But uh, that could also be wrong. I was told that it was that he I'm gonna I'm gonna have to cut, yeah, cut, uh, cut out Robert. One, Robert told minutes. me that the actor oh. improvised that. But okay. I'll tell him that he was wrong. Andrew Robinson convinced Clive Barker to replace the scripted line fuck you with the line actually shot Jesus Wept. Oh, well that's the actor. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so then, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was ad-libbed, yeah. Okay. Like, he was, like, n- instead of fuck you, yeah. Which Jesus also... Swept. I, I get Which that I there guess... was, like, religious iconography throughout the movie, but also I was just like, that That's... doesn't make sense, but okay. No. It... I felt like it was more like shock value. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a little weird. Yeah. Uh, but it looked really cool. Mm-hmm. And the way yeah. he was licking his lips, too, which was like, ew, it's like he's getting pleasure out and of this. And then they they end up, like, just... As soon as she cuts, like, closes the door just enough for us to see that he, like, gets ripped apart to shreds, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, and she... Well, he thinks she's safe. And she's trying to escape the house, but she can't. And Thyroid we, comes up. We do, yeah. And she's like, we're not finished with you yet, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, and so she ends up able to figure out a way to destroy the Cenobites, or not really, but, like, put them back in the box because she's, like, she doing it in reverse or something. Yeah, and uh, she finds Julia's body, like, mm-hmm. also chained up in the mm-hmm. bed holding the that's box. That's right. That's right. And that's where Pinhead pops up behind her and he says like we have such 
Um, High hopes for you or something like that. We have such sights to show you. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then that's when she turns around and is like, go to hell. And he's like, no, don't do that. And (laughs) And she sends him back back to the box. And then Mm -hmm. she does it for other two of them, like the the girl one and then the muncher. What's his name? Chatterer. Chatterer. Teeth chatter guy. And um, (laughs) she ends up trying to get out of there. Steve comes up and he's like trying this to help her. This is where the electricity got really bad too. Oh, yeah. I was like this this electric when they're stuff zapping away. hasn't aged well as it like the turned yellow and then it's yeah. <laughs> and, and Steve comes in there to try to get her but he's doesn't really do. Um, he almost dies by Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, but before that even happens, it's funny because Jabba the Hutt gets like squished by I guess all the, you know, debris Rubble. of the falling house. Which I'm like, that's the only one that sh- that you don't have to don't, put back. I guess yeah, I don't know. I was a little confused by that. Also, this felt very like Pokemon. Got to catch mm-hmm. them all. Yeah, <laughs> spin them into <laughs> the Pokeball. Them in their Pokeball. And they end up like you said. This is very Carrie style. They make it out, and the whole house is just like going. You know. It's falling in on itself. Oh, wait, before she has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As they go to try to open that door, uh, the bug demon thing. Yeah. Grub comes back in. That's not Jabba. Jabba was oh, the yeah, other yeah, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, 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 you're right. Uh-huh. But um, th- it comes back in, and it honestly just looks like she's having a slapping fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with That's pretty comical. For the longest time. And then you're just getting these, like, really intense shot of her and eyes. And I think it even slapped Steve at one point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she finally is like able to send it back, but it just was for the longest time. Like if you would have taken mm-hmm. away the all the other sound around it, I felt like it would have just sounded like. Yeah, it's very much like those music <laughs> videos that they take away the music and then they just you hear like the person's shoes mm. squeaking and like, oh yeah, dance yeah. break. Oh yeah, I did that. Oh, I look so hot. Um, and so they end up picking it out. The whole house is burning down. It's like somehow in little piles separated i was so confused also i wish they honestly would have ended it with the door slamming shut Mm. that would have been a like perfect cliffhanger ending you don't really know what what happens happens. i thought that would have been really nice but yes it's burning and there's like this one chair that's like fully still formed and Mm -hmm. on fire and i was like you're telling me that the whole foundation of this house is destroyed but this chair it made it (laughs) this chair is still standing it's destined it was was destined for her to (laughs) then throw the little puzzle box on it and um into the fire because I guess she's thinking it's gonna you know burn it away mm-hmm. and it doesn't because we have the creepy guy coming just and she's just staring up. at him and Steve's just staring like what's about to happen and it shape shifts out from well he ends up reaching into the fire he catches on fire and I guess the skin suit melts off because it turns into this dragon the fucking dragon yeah. I was like what the fuck yeah it turns into a dragon and it just takes the box and flies off with it. And we do see it's on the table again. We have the dude who was selling it earlier, and he's asking the dude again, right? What's your pleasure? Or something yeah, like he that. Yeah, says, "What's your pleasure, sure, sir?" Not mm-hmm. sure. Um, and I liked. I it was a nice little bookend, mm-hmm. and the way that after you know we it had the box the first time, it panned in through the circle on mm-hmm. the box, and then this oh, did the same thing that it panned out with that circle on the box. We see Kirsty and Steve still standing there until the box forms, and then we're on that table again with yep. that man. And what's your pleasure, sir? And, and that's the end of the movie. Roll credits. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really good little mm-hmm. ending. I do, again, think it would be fun. This does very much leave it open. Mm-hmm. Ended for a second film. Yeah. But I think also slamming the door shut could have been just a cool way to end yeah. it as well. And still be a... Uh, I, st- I think it still leaves it perfectly open for a mm-hmm. sequel. Yeah. Um, But... Because there's no real ending, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how she. Uh, I think Robert told me this part of this. The second one is that 
um, someone brings back Julia. Mm. And Kirsty somehow is roped into it somehow, and she ends up like, yeah, it's this whole stuff. Yeah. Fun. Mm-hmm. I'd be in. I'd be interested in watching that. Um, Pinhead of, of originally had a bunch of different names. They didn't really yeah. know what to call them. Um, it, it wasn't called, until the second one where they came up with like, okay, that's a, this is his name. Yeah, it was basically like just a a nickname that stuck mm-hmm. because they um, were regionally calling him. Doug Bradley's character was named priest in the earliest drafts drafts mm. of the script and ultimately became simply lead cinnabite in the shooting script gotcha. pinhead originated as a nickname for the character and it stuck and began they began using it in the sequels um makes sense um, clive barker actually disliked the name um, finding it undignified and in his hellraiser comic series produced for boom in 2011 had characters refer to pinhead as priest oh okay so he, he tried to retcon that yeah, yeah he was like i can't let this no he hates it yeah, yeah. i think maybe because it so wasn't his own name that p- he came up with maybe well i guess maybe he could also like i'm pinhead larry no yeah. i'm dirty dan <laughs> yeah. and nobody wants to be pinhead That's and true. a pinhead i think essentially um had a really negative connotation from like Being the like 30s 40s dumb. yeah um and like uh, american horror story freak show like mm-hmm. there was an actual like I don't know how, but people were having deformities back in the day mm-hmm. that I don't know if it was inbreeding or just like maybe not enough oxygen during childbirth, but they would have like pinheads. Like, um, like a cone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, a, like cone a cone head. head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. And that's why they're called pinheads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a little derogatory, I feel like, too. Um, but yeah. But that, priests don't make a lot of sense that, either. It does not. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're saying that sex is your god. Mm, could be. And they are your angel. I don't know. Mm. But, um, I would give it if we're going into the booze. Yeah. Um. Three point five. Three point five. A middle of the road three point five for me. Why is that? Um. I thought. Well. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I'll give it a four solely because for its time, the practical effects were really good. Yeah. That was the best, like, part of this whole movie. I was shocked. Was the practical effects and, like, it. how really uh, cool and gory and, like, creepy things looked. Um, Honestly, the storyline, I didn't remember the storyline being this, which was essentially just, like, two lovers and, like, trying to, you know, him trying to get back to life. I just, for some reason, didn't remember it that way. Um. Even though I remembered like kind of the characters of you know, yeah. but um, Memories it was it was it was, it was it was it was so interesting to watch. Honestly, um, it had a cool story. I honestly I think did so. think too. It was a though, drama. Like, it was a, that's what I'm like. It was literally a drama. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kept you involved. Mm-hmm. It was also just dark as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of murder, a lot of death, lots um, of gore, and you know, Larry really got the shit into the stick. Because really uh, I feel like he was really trying to be like you know yeah he was a caring spouse nice finish last yeah um and yeah if anything it's just more so for like the effects and for Pinhead himself the movie will get a four for me mm. but storyline else everything else I feel like three point five if that makes sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I still a four I think I really liked the storyline mm. actually um I mean. My other favorite genre of films I just is rom-coms. So I, <laughs> I'm I, a little sucker for the love stories. I guess maybe because I just couldn't care for Julia or Frank that much. Like yeah. it was just like not, I don't know. But I, I mean, I clearly, between them, I still was just like, okay. I mean, 
she was a pretty shitty person. And then he was obviously trash. Yeah. But they were made for each other. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't know. It was still kind of like, oh, this is interesting. And mm-hmm. that she's willing to do all this. Yeah. Um, it's like almost like how science, we were like, this isn't, this is a drama and there just happens to be aliens. It's like, this is a drama and there just happens to be these Cenobites. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just fucked on a gore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I feel like could just be, I mean, this, if there was ever a classification of gore, this yeah. is it. Mm-hmm. Um, other than like Saul. Um, because yeah, it was really fucking bloody. I, I actually was pleasantly surprised. I didn't think like, I didn't remember thinking I was going to like it Mm -hmm. this much, Mm -hmm. Um, but all the shots and how well everything aged was just really incredible to me. Other than, yeah, the electricity lightning things that those really, really didn't. didn't. Um, It it was very much like Freddie and whenever he like, just like kind of glitches right before dying or whatever. It gave that. Yeah, Yeah. 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 And even, but uh, that was still even done better. Um, it's it really was like just not that good. Yeah, that was like everything <laughs> it gave, else. So it made tough. The, it made the because the film like I think it was made with a million bo- dollars and it made fourteen yes. million in the box office. But I think it made twenty it, something like that. It made yeah. a lot. Um, it didn't look cheap, and those lights make it look cheap. Yes, mm-hmm. and it, it was almost like they knew how to do practical effects, but not special effects. Mm-hmm. Whoever their or well, the practical effect guy, makeup guy. Did mm-hmm. a fantastic job, yeah. and then they just hired some like subpar technical and special effect dude. Mm, I can see that, yeah, or lady, I don't know. Just, um, but yeah, it just seemed like this was on just another level, mm-hmm. and then this was just down here. Um, but overall, I mean, I thought it was an hour 30 minutes, 33 minutes, it was really mm-hmm. easy to get through. It was the scenes alone were just really cool, artistic. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Some really cool transitions. Yeah, really cool transitions. Very and like um, it's almost like an art house horror film. Yes, you exactly. Know? And then yeah. it also, I mean, the acting on some levels wasn't like my favorite, but it also wasn't terrible in the slightest. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, overall, I think I I would give it a four, solid, a solid four. Four booze. You heard so. that. So it's a solid four from the boobays overall. Also, I didn't know what the term cinnabite meant. Mm. Um, I didn't so, know it has a meaning. Yes, it is a real word that means oh. a member of a communal religious order. Oh. So I guess that's sense. also why some more religious stuff, stuff comes into, into play. And why his name was supposed to be Priest? Yes. And the Hellbound Heart specifies that they are members of the Order of the Gash. Mm. And the text also refers to them as Hierophants? I have no clue what that word means. Um, Sycophants, but Hierophants. Have never heard of it. I want to look up on the web. It is. A Hierophant is a person who brings religious congregants into the presence of that which is deemed holy. As such a hero, I hope this is the correct way to say it. Hierophant is an interpreter of sacred mysteries and arcane arcane principles. Mm. The word comes from ancient Greece, where it was constructed from the combination of these Greek letters that I cannot tell mm-hmm. you because I don't know Greek. That's wild. But yes, so interesting. So it, the it seems the book has a much more religious taking mm-hmm. than maybe we realized just from watching it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe they could have fleshed that out a teeny bit better than in the movie to yeah. really make that point clear. Unless you're like going in knowing the word Cenobite, which I didn't. 
Yeah, no, I didn't either. And I'm like, who would really? Yeah. Um, it's odd, unless you're like a religious it, it, test It went major. from a book to a movie really fast because like the book came out, the Hellbound Heart came out in 86. They were really the movie a fan came out of in doing 87. that. You yeah. know, Exorcist was mm, a quick turnaround. That's true. Um, well, I mean, even to this day, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Movies be turning into books all the time. Or books turn into movies, movies, my bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I feel like it takes a long time for a certain, like certain books where I'm like, this should really be like, a book. Yeah. Like Twilight. How long did that take? I don't know. Uh, I was in the sixth grade when I started reading some of those, and those films came didn't out come when... out until we were in high school. So, mm-hmm. like, four years. That's still really fast, though. Uh, I wanted it to be sooner, and then I was <laughs> let down. Well, but yeah. now that's what happens with books that turn into movies, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, so interesting. There's so much. Um, solid four from us. Yes, solid four from your boobies for 1987's Hellraiser. Hellraiser. And we, what will we be covering next, Josh? We'll be covering the remake for Hellraiser, which is Hellraiser. Also called yeah. Hellraiser. Um, uh, but I'm excited. It's on Hulu. So if you're listening to this and you want to watch it before we you hear us talking about it next time, go mm-hmm. do that. It's free. Um. Yeah, it's it's free assuming you have Hulu. That's true. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. You have to be subscribed to Hulu. Um you need to start a free trial, but Lord knows we probably all have started a free trial with Hulu on eighteen different addresses oh, already. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so um yeah, super excited. It's uh You've already seen it. I've right? already seen it. Okay. So I'm and you're not. going in dry. Yeah. Yeah. So you got one lubed up, one dry, so we'll give you a pretty good a pretty uh, you know book. review of what oh. happens. Yeah, that of <laughs> dry fucking is never good. No. No. Um, so, yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah, that's right. And, and so if you want to listen to that mm-hmm. and or any of the other. Well, as always, we're in the lovely Rogue Media Network studios. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They always take great care of us. And if you want to listen to our n- upcoming podcast or any of the other great podcasts on this network, you can do so at RogueMediaNetwork.com. That's right. And then um, you can also find us on a slew of podcasting platforms, biggest two being. Spotify and Apple, mm-hmm. but wherever you do listen, don't forget to rate, review, like, and subscribe. That's right, because that's mm-hmm. the only way we can get ahead in this world. And then, if you want to let us know your thoughts on Pinhead, if you had a nice Pinhead experience, mm-hmm. um, if you had a really scary Pinhead experience, if you are Pinhead, if you are Pinhead, please let us know. DM us, yeah, on our only social media platform that is Instagram at Boobays Podcast. And that's B-O-O-B-A-E-S, because they're your boobays, not your boo babes. That's right. And I love how that's such a flex for us, like our only social media. <laughs> what a flex. a flex? I, no, it's like, because it's so funny <laughs> that it's like, that's, but is our, that is our flex, though. You can only find us in one spot. Yeah, one spot. We're elusive. It's confusing. No, no people do get on Facebook still. Not mm-hmm. us, though. Facebook runs the world. <laughs> yeah. Facebook owns Instagram. That's true. Yeah. Meta. So it all works. Yeah. It's all the same. Um, but anyways... Um, I think, is that all we have for today? I think it is. It is. So until next time. Bye, bays. Bye, bays. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.